0: It's Monday, January 30th, 2017. I'm Charles Sharetta, and this is Sid. We're reading from the Tao Te Ching, and we're on Chapter 11, and I'm going to return to the Raymond Blakeney version, which I also like, and which is in the public domain, so you are free to check that out online without having to pay for a version of it. This is Chapter 11. Thirty spokes will converge in the hub of a wheel, but the use of the cart will depend on the part of the hub that is void. With a wall all around, a clay bowl is molded, but the use of the bowl will depend on the part of the bowl that is void. Cut out windows and doors in the houses you build but the use of the house will depend on the space in the walls that is void. So advantage is had from whatever is there, but usefulness rises from whatever is not. Okay. Find your sitting posture. Make certain that you're comfortable, upright, and not forcing anything. Tongue on the roof of your mouth to ground yourself, focused on your breath. And we will sit for 10 minutes. As you breathe, can you notice what's present in your breath? Any skips or fear? And do so without labeling it. Pay attention to the tension that might be in your body right now. Allow yourself to notice what's present in your breath without attempting to control it, and without labeling. If you are protecting or defending some vulnerable part of yourself, can you let that go right now? Can you expose that vulnerability just a little bit right now? See what that feels like. Now return to your breath if you've wandered. I went for a bike ride this morning here in Alameda, down to the beach, and at the beach there's a bicycle trail that uh, is in between the road and the sand of the beach. So that from certain points on the bike trail you can see the water of the bay and I rode down to a point where the road turns away from the beach and stopped there and found a man an older gentleman sitting with his dog and the dog was pretty young Uh, not so small as to be a puppy obviously but still a young dog And I walked over to the guy with his dog and the dog was so excited that it just couldn't sit still and it wanted to jump on top of me. And the guy was probably ashamed about this because he was telling the dog to sit and had a choke chain on it to keep it from jumping. And the dog just could not help itself anyway. It really wanted to jump on me. Just that, that excitement was so obvious in the dog. That emotion, excitement is like that. And when we get excited, it feels right, it feels fun a lot of the time and we just cannot fucking help ourselves from doing whatever that excitement is calling us to do. Let's go back to chapter 11 now. 30 spokes will converge in the hub of a wheel, but the use of the cart will depend on the part of the hub that is void. With a wall all around, a clay bowl is molded, but the use of the bowl will depend on the part of the bowl that is void. Cut out windows and doors and the houses you build, but the use of the house will depend on the space and the walls that is void. You know, all of these are uh, metaphors pointing us towards some deeper truth of the value of the void. It's a lesson that uh, we, I think, could really use right now. I spent a part of this weekend... uh, reading news stories on the internet which ultimately led me to twitter which uh, need only spend about five minutes on twitter clicking around to different people's twitter handles to see that people have polarized themselves they're taking one of two sides and then fighting with each other This state of no mind that the Tao Te Ching references is akin to this void that's being discussed here today in chapter 11. Damn those hammers, Jesus. Yeah. The state of no mind, the void, is the place from which what Buddhists would call right action arises. So as we we look at ourselves, as you look at yourself, can you exist in the discomfort of not judging? Can you exist in that particular feeling? Sitting with the truth of not knowing. In In the pain of not having a side. Not having a group to identify with. I'm reminded of quantum mechanics when I think about this and I think about an electron which occupies an orbital or a shell around the nucleus of an atom. And that shell, which is a probability distribution, is the truth of where that electron is before it's actually observed. In other words, the electron is not in any particular place until something observes it, at which point it collapses into a location. And uh, I like that word collapse. I think it's appropriate for describing what happens to us as well when we move from our own superposition of states into, into a particular position. When we take aside then we close the doors to whatever's on the other side. And we stop being able to listen. So just take a look at this last part as well. Advantage is had from whatever is there. Usefulness rises from whatever is not. Advantage is had from whatever is there. Yeah, so if you want to gain an advantage over your opponent, you use what's there. You take a side. Uh, I mentioned Twitter. I think the, the emotion or the attitude that comes through most prominently to me and much of what I see people doing is one of righteous indignation no matter which side people are on, righteous indignation. And that has a particular feeling associated with it, you know, a feeling of power, of righteousness, of being right. And when righteous indignation is what we are predominantly feeling, other feelings like compassion tend to be distant. So today I'm going to ask you to get out a pen and paper, and we'll, we'll do this at least once a week now, I think, and preferable that you do it now if you're able to, or if not, after this ends. And with your pen and paper, write down five things that you're grateful for right now, right in this minute, right in this moment. And what I find for myself when I do this is that it's nice to start with the more specific things and move on to the broader, more general, towards the fourth or fifth. But you can do it however you like. Resting in this void uh, also reminds me of the middle way in Buddhism. As we talked about before, it's, it's not the usual path. It's not what we see other people doing. One of the values of sitting is in taking the time to see what's going on with yourself and then Perhaps throughout your day, you'll be better able to understand what's going on for yourself as things pull at you in different directions, trying to get you to collapse into a particular state. So if meditation is a vehicle for helping you to understand your truth, then right now you can be on the path to understanding whether or not resting in the void makes sense for you. If it doesn't, so be it then that's your truth. And if you find that there's something valuable for you in resting at it for some amount of time, if not forever, well, that's that's great too. Let's stop there today. Thanks for sitting with me and have a good day.